Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the breakthrough success coach and your powerful presence mentor. Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the exponential success coach. I have with me today a special guest, um, very broad background and uh, kind of, you know, I bring on, I bring on guests that, that uh, have an unusual niche. And I'm going to say uh, this guest has a very unusual niche. And with that, there are leadership lessons along the way, there are business lessons along the way, and there are really wonderful human lessons along the way. And with that, I will welcome Swire Ho to the program. Swire, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on, Dr. Pete. That's an interesting introduction. I like it. <laughs> well, is it not true? You have a very unique niche area, right? Think about it. Yes, I do. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about, um, let's start in the now. Here's what I'd love to do. Okay. So, so our audience gets a sense of this as well. Let's start in the now. What is it you're doing? And then I'm going to back you up and go, well, you didn't start there. So where'd you come from? Um, Cause your, your British accent is no, I'm kidding. You're <laughs> Uh, so right you didn't whatever you where you started was was Hong Kong Uh, Mm -hmm. but I want to know what you're doing now let's go back to where you started and then let's we'll talk about what your future holds too along the way I'm going to be pausing you and just saying wow that's a leadership lesson Um, because I like to call that kind of stuff out like you may not even know in your path that you were like, well, and then I overcame this, you know, I, I fought a tribe of bears and, you know, it's like, well, there's a leadership lesson. So, uh, <laughs> so let's talk about what is it you do now? I, I mentioned that it's a very unique uh, kind of niche area. Sure. Uh, right now, the name of my company is Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. I'm in the promotional product industry. So when people think about our industry, they think about the swag, the giveaway that you get at trade shows. Our focus is, our goal is to help our client grow sales, retain employees, and thank their customer with custom branded product. Obviously, no one will go to school or learn to be that way and then love to you know share more of how I end up being what I call myself, the promo guy here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just, I want to make sure that people understood this Garuda, G-I-R-U-D-A. It reminds me of like frog in uh, like Garuda in, uh, I don't even know what language is, Norwegian or something like, what is Garuda? How do you ori- uh, the origin is I do yoga. It's actually came from a yoga pros Garuda Asana. So I think this is uh, Sanskrit. So okay. Garuda is the ego-like bird that is the uh, guardians of the Buddha. So I think that kind of fits into what we do because, you know, kind of watch over for our clients so then they don't step into problem or, you know, we could guide them to go the right way. I love that. 
Uh, so Guardians of the of the Buddha is a far stretch from Garuda, which is frog in I'm not sure what language. So Guardians of the Buddha, um, that's pretty powerful. And um, you do promotional products and mm-hmm. you're, nobody goes to school going, I want to help. Uh, I want to help customers feel better. I want to help um, uh, my employees uh, know that they belong. Uh, so this is it's it's powerful. It's important. Um, but you also don't just, as, as, as I said, as you said, um, you don't just drop into the promotional products business. Like this is on purpose. Um, how'd you get to do that? Like what made you think about that? And then if, if it makes sense to talk about like your history, where you grew up and how you, how you got here, that'd be awesome too. Yeah, I want to back it up wow, almost 20 years now. So I actually came over here from Hong Kong to Los Angeles, wanted to be in the musical music industry, but I don't sing, I don't act, I don't look like an actor. So I decided I wanted to become a recording engineer. So I actually work, uh, train and work at a recording studio. Somehow one thing led to another. I started my own uh, company in 2003 in the CD DVD replication business. If you're old enough like me in 2003, that's where we are getting all our DVD XD comes along. And then there's still a lot of musicians wanted to record the album on CDs and iTunes. I don't think it was available in 2003. It's just how old it was. So Along the way, you know, once they finish the album or the movies that they have, they ask if we do uh, merchandise for them. So when they go on tour, they can sell T-shirts and hats and, you know, along the way. So that's the somehow we got into this promotional product business. In 2013, we uh, kind of saw the downturn of Netflix coming along, internet download getting uh, faster. We actually are fortunate enough to sell the CD DVD company to a local uh, competitor. And now we're focusedly uh, exclusively into promotional product business. That's awesome. Um, You say promotional products, we would call it swag, right? (laughs) Yeah, people, swags actually stand for stuff we all get. So like I mentioned, the approach, you could give it to everyone. However, you know, if you wanted to focus on, you know, your ideal client, what your messages you needs to be to to those clients, then you're not wanted to give it to everyone. So what if you could create uh, exclusive experience for your ideal client or, you know, people who could actually afford your product and services sometime? I think that's really important. Exclusive experiences, I think, is... Um, you know, I, I deal in excellence, right? I deal in the, in the arena of if you're thinking a certain way, what's the way to bring your thinking up? What's the way to bring your business up? And it sounds like, Swire, that, that Gruda is a very good way of, uh, I love exclusive experience. I, uh, and I would call it maybe elite experience as well. What's, um, I'm curious. Uh, actually, I'm curious. I've gotten everything from you know pens to blankets to uh, to great. Um, I think my favorite was a Patagonia uh, jacket. Actually, what's what are some of the the ranges of items that you actually personalize and customize? 
what have been some of the strangest ones and where do you see the industry industry growing or going for you and how are you leading that i think that's the most popular question that i get asked every day right what's the perfect item for me so client always come to us wanting to you know they have a certain budget in mind right so they want to see if we buy this product from you and put our logo and message on it can we somehow turn this into you know, whatever products, uh, profit and goals that they have. You know, my question when they asked me this, I would say, who do you target? You know, what are you hoping to achieve with this product? So it's not that a Pentagonia, Pentagonia is nice, right? But if you just randomly give Pentagonia jackets to people, you might or might not get the results that you want. Not yeah. saying that a pen is not good. You know, if Give, give you a quick example. You know, if I put my logo on a pen, when you walk by one day, Wayne, I see you on the street, I'll give you a pen, then you take it and that's the end of it. You know, but what if I use the same pen? Let's say you go to your favorite book signing offer, you know, your favorite uh, writer, right? You go to, go into book signing and the author signed their name using that pen with my logo on it. Which pen do you think you will hang on to better? Which pen do you actually create the experience for you? It's the same item. You, it, it all depends on how you use it and how you create that experience. So to answer that question, what is the perfect item? Then I will ask the follow-up question. What are your, what are you going? What, what are you trying to achieve? I love that um, because <laughs> that question, what are you trying to achieve? should be at the foundation of pretty much everything. Like you wake up in the morning, what are you trying to achieve today? You know, how many lives are you planning on touching and um, how are you going to lift those lives? And uh, you could do that with a pen. You could do it with a coin. You could do it with a, uh, you know, I have um, imprinted books. I've seen um, people send uh, microfiber cloths. It's like, it's everywhere, right? The the custom logo on anything, it's available. And so it's like, how do you want to touch somebody's life today? Um, and do you want to do it by doing a promotional product? And that's, um, I think it's great. It's the question, what are you trying to achieve? Um, what are some of the, the um, just for human interest, what are some of the strangest ones that you've you've created, Swear? That's a really good question. And depending on what strange means to people, I've had clients that want to invite a VIP to visit them at a trade show booth. So what they have done is they purchase a $1,000 drone and they send that drone to that VIP. And then uh, when they open the box, there's no controller in it. You know, so come visit us in the booth. We'll give you the controller. So they're actually using that $1,000, you know, to lose that VIP to come talk to them. So obviously their return on investment, if the VIP choose to work with them, are a hundred times bigger. So they can they can actually, you know, use that to lure people in. Or if you find out that your best client loves serving, you know, so what would they put on in their office room that will everyone will see it. So if you put the name and you give them a surfboard, chances are you might be able to get on the board. That's why successful people, when you go into their office, when, when you go to their home, they always have, have trophy. You know, what if you could award your best client or your prospect with a trophy with the name, not your name, but 
their name as the biggest area. So what it does is actually when people say, oh, I like that award. Who gave you that award? Then now your prospect will actually talk about you without you ever paying them. So think about that, you know, that, and that's how I sometimes tell my clients, you know, you want to create a brand ambassador for a client. And, you know, you could do that as an expensive item, like the pen that I just mentioned, right, with the book signing. And when you go to a concert, what is the things that you buy? You buy a overpriced $50 t-shirt and you're so happy to, to wear it every single day. And you tell all your friends about, you know, your experience at the concert. So th- these are ways that we have to dig deeper in order to find them out in different industry. Uh, sometimes the client might or might not want you to dig deeper with us. I it this is really great. Most people, I think, and myself included, until recently, um, would think about, well, I want to buy stuff that I just want to give away, right? And so they buy stuff instead of what you've been saying is what's the experience and then what's the promotional product, what's the stuff that goes with that experience. So I think to start with what's the experience is really, <laughs> it's great because right at a concert, yes, people people pay to become brand ambassadors. It's absolutely right. Concerts, sports events, all that stuff. Um, that's interesting. So most, most uh, promotional products people that I've talked with will say, well, there's no minimum. Um, but if that's true, you know, it usually costs a good amount for the, for the one-off. Um, otherwise they're like, there's no minimum, but we like to start at 50. Um, what's your sense of, there doesn't have to be a minimum. What's your sense of, um, you know, like, and I know you're going to say, again, it depends on the product. But <laughs> No, I actually give you a, a tactical one that I think uh, people don't expect coming from a promotional product person. Would you like that? Yes, please. Well, I've been on shows or I talk to experts, especially if they're in the digital marketing space. You know, for example, they do Google ads, they choose social media posting, which is great, right? With the, you know, digital media that we consume every day. So they think that we no longer need promotional products. So for example, let's say you have a modest budget, you want to spend $500, you want to have, you know, impact, you know, for create call to action, for example, for your brand and, um, you know, company. So instead of, doing Google ads, what I would do, and instead of doing 10,000, 1,000, right? You probably buy can buy like a thousand pants, for example. What if you buy one item that is that costs $500 and using your social media channel, now you're doing posts that say, you can sign up and then do our call to action in order to win this 500 item. I wanna ask all the listener, how many times do you have give, given up your phone number and email address just, for the chance to win something. So now you create something that I really want it. I really want it. I might not be able to win, but I will give them my email, my social media handle, and I will give them my address sometime. So now you're collecting all this data that can help you create more prospect, more uh, channel, you know, to to in your sales funnel, just by sp- spending one good item, $500, which will be in your budget anyway. So I think if you can think of this this way, depending on the channels that you create, this could be really 
inexpensive, but create a lot of call to action uh, and drive traffic to wherever you want to go. I think that's great. I uh, actually used to give that advice to uh, dental practices. <laughs> like, right. It's like, rather than give out stuff, why don't you have a give away an iPad this season? You know, like, uh, and you get, you get the social media buzz. That's awesome. That's really good. Um, do you, do people call you and say, I have no idea what I want to give away? Do they start there? Like, or do most people call you and go, um, I want to give stuff away, but I don't want it to be too expensive. Almost every day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think the, the you have to think outside of the box, you know, because you are the expert of your industry. So when, let's answer the question, you know, I want to save money. Right. And I actually wrote a whole blog about how to save money when ordering promotional product. When you think of buying for ourselves, we think about buying off season. You know, when we buy uh, tank tops right now, you know, in wintertime, then it's, you know, you get discount, right? When you buy uh, other things that is off season, there is a discount. So actually, now is a good time. Well, now it's kind of too late of the year to buy a calendar. What if you buy a calendar in June where no one is buying calendar? What if you actually buy and plan for jackets for winter in the summer? And then during the winter, you could plan on a beach tower, you know, because if you have planned for your marketing, you know, calendar for the year, then you know different months, you know, you have different events or different promotion that you go to. Why don't you start earlier? And then, you know, as we know in, in marketing, the better you plan, the more than, you know, you could you could probably set, save money, you know, by executing it to the way that you want. And if you come in right now, you want holiday gifts, then you're paying all the rush fee, all the overnight shipping. So I, I would suggest that, you know, everyone to, to plan for that. So that's really a key to success, you know, is to have planning. It, it's, thank you for that. It is the key to success is to have planning. Uh, for those in business, Plan making a marketing calendar makes all the sense in the world. And buying in the off season, a lot of people don't know that it's possible to even buy uh, off season products, you know, beach towels in the winter. Now's a great time to be thinking about that. That's really, that's, that's really smart, Swire. Thank you. Um, just key words that have popped up, right? So, um, planning like what do you what are you hoping to achieve plan plan your marketing calendar um it now is a great time to be looking at the year ahead right so this is awesome um what's fun like what's for you for you personally what's fun <laughs> in working with customers for example what what's fun for you I think it's always unique. Like the idea that came from our client is always fun. And that's why, you know, I think the promotional industry is is interesting. And I'm a curious person in by nature. So they will come to me with, I, I love the word when I say, I have this crazy idea. Can you help me? So I know that that's my ideal client. If you can find the things that you, you can on the internet now, then I have no edge, you know, for a, as an entrepreneur, then I become, our product became a, a commodity. So I think I like to watch the trend. You know, I'm not in the fashion industry, but we are in the fashion industry. So I got to keep, um, you know, a sharp eye 
for the client to see what's out there for corporate apparel, or maybe they are trying to be uh, catered to a younger generation. You know, what's intact that can be put into promotional product? And especially in drinkware, there are new brands that pop up every day. Are we able to connect and be relevant to a client? So I think it's interesting. There's a lot of different areas that you go to. I know promotional product company that only sell to in the golf industry. I know promotional product only sell in the beauty industry. So you could go into specific area that you like. I like to focus on, you know, I like fitness. So I like to focus on around that area. I have a lot of ideas and, you know, it, it really depends on what your interests are. And I think, you know, we, we like to keep it fresh for our client. I love that also. Like, uh, <laughs> I have this crazy idea. Can you help me? Must be like one of the best calls you can get. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that because if they come in to me instead, say, I have shopped over at 10 other of your competitors already. This is the quote. Can you beat it? So like, which conversation would I rather have? I would always take the, I have this crazy idea that no one's able to do it. So yeah. think about as an entrepreneur, no one's able to do it. If you're able to achieve that or even come close to that, the chances that you work with those clients are much higher than I got 10 quotes already. They're about, you know, minus, you know, 3%, you know, yeah. plus or minus. Can you beat that? No, that would be no fun. It, exactly. Well, anytime someone is price shopping, um, they're kind of missing the uniqueness of you, right? So it's it's like... <laughs> You know, uh, and, and you know, pick any world, uh, whether it's books or pens or <laughs> coaches or product of swag, whatever. It's like if you're price shopping, you're missing the uniqueness of the of the value of of the engagement of the of the service of the. the it's like the value is missing. So good. Um, I have this crazy idea. I love that. <laughs> It, it does happen every day. So. It, it tickles me, right? It's like, wow. Um, because most, I think when we think about uh, promotional products, we think about the very typical, oh, good, I get another tote bag or um, yay, a pen that will either wear out or break in the next week or, um, you know, uh, uh, the... Uh, what used to be the big thing in tech? There used to be the uh, little rechargeable, <laughs> rechargeable batteries. Mm -hmm. Like take this with you. Um, and things are lasting so long now. I don't even know if those are uh, how big a seller are they. Are people really using them? There, there are new style coming up and different charging capability. But you know, one thing to help my client to come to what item to purchase is. What are some of the items that your audience will will not buy themselves? But if you give it to them, even with your logo, they're happy to use it every single day. Especially, you know, for example, there are items that people use when they are on the go all the time. When people are in the office, you know, there are certain items that they look for all the time. Even when you talk about soccer mom, when they drive their kids to games and practice, whatever, there are items that they will carry with them every single day. And they will love to get more off if you provide them, even if with your logo on it. So every industry, every scenario, there's something for that. It's just if the client willing to open up so we could point it out and point them to the right direction. So can you list a few of those products? Like 
what is a soccer mom? What would she, a soccer mom, assuming she, what would she use every day that she wouldn't buy herself? Uh, a, a lunch bag for the kids, lunch a, uh, you know, a nice bottle that could store cold and warm beverages, you know, so when they go really hot or now it's, it's cold now, they can have warm beverages for, for the kids when they come on or when they're huddling in, in the football game, it's cold, it's outside. So maybe a blanket that actually print with your logo, people are happy to use it. When it's so cold, I don't even care. I just want that blanket to feel warm. And those are high visibility. And, you know, going on top of that, what if you're in a uh, area that has blizzards or rain all the time? What if a rain poncho? Actually, you could print the entire poncho with your logo. And then when it rains, I don't really care. I just don't want to get wet and, you know, and just so you have a, a poncho. So what if half the audience wearing a poncho in the national broadcast football game? How would that even help your brand? So these are something that it's obvious out there, uh, but, you know, you can actually brand it yourself. Very good. Very good. You are listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. Wayne Purnell. You know you are bigger than the life you are leading. It really is time to attend to that thing you've wanted to do or have, but you've been putting off. It's time to step into that dream you've parked for someday. It's time to claim true well-being, both personally and professionally, without giving up the success that got you here. It's time to check out Dr. Purnell's signature small group retreat, the Exponential Success Summit. Explore ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. Seats are extremely limited as this is a very special small group event. www.ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. What else should I know? Like one of the questions that the was bouncing around is for new business owners, you know, they're looking for, how do I even know if I'm hitting my target audience? How do I find my target audience? Right. So, and I know that you're, you've got a little expertise with that. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I'll actually share what I've actually done for myself. You know, so it actually helped me answer a lot of the question that, you know, we have in marketing, where we should go, you know, what networking meeting I should attend. I actually, we use QuickBooks. So I just print, you know, all the customer buy revenue for 2022. And then what I would do uh, every year is who are my top 10? What industry are they in? What job titles uh, do they have? Uh, because since they order so much from us, I probably know who they are. And then especially, you know, you want to find out where did they find out about you? So I actually found out my top 10 client have the same, I would say, pain point uh, available. So what we just talked about, you know, how am I able to solve the pain point? Can you do this for me? I actually found out that all my top 10 are executive assistant or secretary of a higher level senior management. You know, so as much as I like to connect with the CEO or the marketing director of the company, they don't order directly from me. You know, my top 10, I looked at all the title and what they actually order. They're all executive assistant, all secondary. That means that you know they have a really big overall budget, you know, for what they purchase from me, it's actually very small. 
But then the struggle from that executive assistant is usually they they call me around Friday afternoon. Why? Because they the boss usually have the meeting Friday morning, and then before they go out the door, they drop this on the assistant's desk. Do this for me, and then they they walk off. So they're now panicked. They don't even want it to find out that price. They want just want to find someone or a company that could help them solve the task that was dropped to them by <laughs> Friday afternoon. So we're able to do that. So all our top ten actually are fit into those profile, and I think this is true. And people talk about twenty eighty, twenty percent of your client will give you 80% of your business. Yeah. It's not quite 80 for us for the top 10 is 76%. But I looked at two years prior is 76, 72 and 73. That means that I can only serve, I, I can serve this 10 ideal client for us and then not take any new business. I can just make these 10 clients happy. So it's actually helped me decide what social media platform I need to be on what kind of marketing budget I need to be on, what type of networking meeting and where people actually find out about us. So we kind of eliminate things that are not going to be looked at by uh, our ideal client. So I think for um, someone who is starting out, even, you know, let's say you have zero client, you just started out today, right? Think about your dream client, people who could afford your business and pay you full price. You know, be honest yourself. There are always people who want to ask you for a discount, right? Ask you for 10 quotes. But there are people, even if you write it up, you know, fictional, you know, client who will pay full price plus more. Who are they? What kind of title are they within the company? And specifically, what type of magazines, uh, websites, or blogs that they read? So you and you wanted to be there to meet them. You know, so I think if you answer those questions, I think you'll be in, in a very good start. It's sound business advice all the way around. The the whole idea of take a look at one, who you like to work with, but two, who's really paying you uh, the top dollar. And um and I uh who's what's their job title? I love that because that it's like, oh, you know, I only work with senior executives. No, no, you only work with senior assistants. But, but here's the kicker, you know, one of the companies that I work with is a, a it's a major corporation. They have multiple executive assistants. So you can help one executive assistant, then they they actually talk to each other. So they actually recommend me, I, I just finished a holiday project for a, a bigger corporation. I started working with one division, and then you know that comes with a little bit of follow-up. So when I finished the first jacket order, I asked, are you happy with what I sent you? And they said, okay, yeah, we're thrilled with what you have. Do you happen to know a colleague or other department who might be considering jackets? So I actually get four more departments ordering their jackets with us. So you want to follow up. You want to make sure that they're happy. Sometimes they will tell you, we're not, yeah, no, yeah, you, 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 I'm not so happy because, and you have to listen. You can't be defensive and do whatever that you can if it's within your, your power to fix that. And then once you know that they're happy, then you ask for the referral. So I think because it's 10 clients, you know, that I'm focusing on, you know, to, to build this momentum. Executive assistant, do you know other executive assistant? And also, when they move company, sometimes they bring us along. You know, um, 
I wasn't sure what to expect when we first started talking and you are giving the, you're giving a really great business lesson all along the way, you know, which is, um, it's pay attention. It's, um, it's (laughs) figure out what you want to achieve. Um, it's figure out what makes people happy. It's look at your statistics. Um, you know, who are your top consumers? Who are your top clients? And it may not be who you think it is. Um, follow up, be prepared to listen. That's huge. And most people in my experience in, in consulting with, uh, businesses, with entrepreneurs, with leadership, most people don't know that they're falling down in that area, right? That they're they're not following up, and and when they do, uh, it's very, it's it's almost like uh, a server at a restaurant swings by and goes, "Everything okay?" And they keep and they keep going, like, "Wait, pause to find out if it's if everything is okay." And then uh, I wrote down AFR, which in my language stands for asking for a referral, which. I'd written that down prior to you saying it, and um, and I knew you were headed there, which is awesome. So you have to ask for the referral. Most people, most people will say uh, this kind of sign in a business drives me crazy. Our uh, uh, the greatest compliment we can receive is uh, is a referral. And it's like, that's a statement that says, that might as well say, uh, we are closed on Sundays, or um, the bathroom is in the rear. It's sort of like, it's just a statement. It's not, would you send us somebody, right? Would you, who do you know that's also looking for, as in your world, who's also looking for jackets right now? Um, that's asking. And you. it's like, most people make a statement instead of actually doing ask. So... Well, in my industry, and I'm not trying to sell here, but then most people, I think, don't think of that. They will send holiday gifts. But what happens afterwards? Do you call them to make sure that they receive it? Maybe it's a good chance for you if you are seasonal, right? If if you want to maintain and build a better relationship, you can actually ask for the referral. It's a good time. You know, people actually receive your gift, you know, knowing that you send them something that's relevant. It's a great time to ask people for referral or introduction, right? Within, you know, what you're trying to do. Don't just send a gift, right? From Costco or wherever that you send. And then that's it. You know, you know how many gift people receive yes. around the holidays? You know, so I would actually suggest that people send gifts around Thanksgiving. You know, if you wanted to, you know, close some deal around the holidays. When we get to December, so many gifts that come in, we almost forget who is sending it to us. And, you know, you want to be, again, going back to the goal. What are you trying to achieve? You don't just want to send gift. You send gift because you wanted to and then fill in the blanks and you, you have to do it. That's perfect. Uh, and and what you're talking about is also, um, it's what makes you unique, like what makes you stand out. And and so the gift, it's like, oh, good, another number. <laughs> My dad in his business, he used to send seized candies. <laughs> Right. And he, and it would be like, oh, good. Another box of C's candies. And he gets C's candies also. Like that used to be the thing. It's like, oh, another pound of C's candies. And then have stacks of them. And, um, and it, it just seemed like everybody was simply passing them <laughs> instead of, I thought about you. I thought you might actually like this. Or 
because I like this, um, I wanted to share something I like, and it comes from you directly. Uh, it's strange to have to teach that at the holiday season. Like, think about the recipient. Think about what you like and that you're sharing a piece of you. Um, and at the same time, uh, you know, one of the one of the sayings I use is sometimes common sense isn't so common. And so it's back to here it is. Let's put it in front of you. What makes you unique? What makes you be seen as unique? So this is great. This is great stuff. Um, let me ask you something. I I wasn't always, I'm, I'm never sure, like in, when I do interviews, I'm never sure where it's going to go. And it's always fun. And uh, And so was there something that you were hoping that I would ask you that we haven't touched on yet? I mean, we could go into deeper in each of the direction. I think, you know, I touch on, I think, a little bit level of, you know, how I would do it. And obviously, we have our own approach. But I think by learning, by focusing, you know, like you said, uh, Dr. B, with the obvious, then it's, it's there for you. It's really there for you. So, you know, I think I came to this strategy because people always talk about, especially in sales book, they, they they tell you about how to get past the gatekeeper. How do you go through them, right? So what if I don't want to go through them? I wanted to hang out at the gate. What can I do? So yeah. actually using your example just now with Seas Candy, I can actually send Seas Candy to all the reception area, to all the gatekeeper, um, and then I follow up. So once they know who you are, they don't really mind who the bosses order from right for them it's just the number if they fill the 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 quarter that that's it but then they will want to work with someone that they like right they trust and knowing that you know this person can help them solve the problem and ultimately they will look good in front of the bosses so i think you know it's kind of like a sales tactic and i think not a lot of people talk about it uh you know during especially a sales professional they want to go past the gatekeeper what if Next year, you you hang out at the gate, see what happens, you know, and with your with your effort, you know. So, what if you hang out with all these supporting people to a larger organization? Perfect, right? It's perfect. It's you know, your target is not always your 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 long term target isn't always your immediate target, and it's, that's great. Is that I'm just curious over your right shoulder? Is that a proclamation on the wall? Yeah, it's good. I actually looked it up because we, we talked about it. when it's raised its left arm, it means that it's inviting more customer. When okay. it's raising the right paw, it invites more money. So I'm waving at both at you. So money and customers. Very good. And above that on the wall itself, the uh, is that a proclamation of some sort or... Yeah, we actually, uh, during, it was back in the CD, DVD. So we actually helped, uh, you know, a nonprofit to digitize their entire catalog. So this was an award uh, sent by uh, the then mayor, Antonio Vivagosa from the city of LA. That's awesome. I know them. They're, uh, it's good people. Congratulations on getting that. That's awesome. Thank you. Based in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. That's great. It's great. I, uh, yeah, I grew up down in Southern California. So awesome. Um, anything else that I should know about you that our, that our audience either listening or viewing anything else that they should know? 
Well, we could talk about networking. That's something that I really believe in it. And, you know, I think nowadays it's kind of strange because we're very used to Zoom now. And then I myself trying to go back to in-person networking. So it's kind of like a weird sensation now. Now you're seeing, you know, quite a lot amount of people. And what would you do? And if you started out, you know, in the past two years, you you might or might not be actually in a, a networking settings anymore. Like what do you say is what I think something that you do. Uh, because I, depending on who you talk to, you know, there are some of them that stand by networking. There are a lot of them say, you know, it's a waste of time. Um, that's true. And it's interesting because a few years ago, we used to tell people, put down the technology and go out and meet. And then the pandemic happened and we were told you cannot meet, you must pick up the technology. And now we're at a place of going, well, the tech sort of works in person is kind of better, but I don't know how to do it. Um, it's awkward. So should we set a meeting or... Uh, maybe I'll just text you because <laughs> people don't like phones anymore either. Uh, so, yeah, talk a little bit about networking. How do you like what's your favorite one place to meet people? And two, how do you break the ice uh, to begin a conversation? Yeah, I really love networking. I belong to two different Chamber of Commerce and I'm the ambassador from the Chamber of Commerce. So if Probably you could hear from the bio, I'm biased with in-person networking. So my goal is not, it's not a numbers game. A lot of people think it's a numbers game. So I'll bring like 50 business cards, right? I, my goal is to give them away and get 50 business cards back. That's not my goal anymore. What I wanted to do is really to connect with other, especially interesting uh, individual. And especially in the LA Chamber where I am ambassador of, you know, I, lo I know more people. How can I help you to connect with people that you want me, you know, because I, when I go there, if I ask you that questions, you know, people like to talk about themselves. You know, if you're able to help people, if you're able to help them solve and connect with people that they want to meet, the questions, if they're nice people at the end, they will ask you, how can we help you? And so you want to have your pitch and have your goals ready. So, you know, your I would suggest everyone, if you haven't been to in-person networking meeting, you know, go and try to help people. You know, that's your goal. Not trying to connect business cards because by the end of the day, they might not know who you are already if you're just a business card. But if you're able to help them or connect them with someone they want to meet, they remembered you and then keep showing up. You know, the more people that, that you show you, what if I became the promotional product company that people would know of within the chamber? You know, I've never seen another promotional product company be there. So what if I am the person that people talk of when they are in that chamber or in the organization that you belong to? So how would that help you as an expert? So, you know, these are something that you could do in person or in the times that we, we're in right now, you can do it virtually. Yes, very good. I... Uh... <laughs> When it's controversial or, or slightly against common thought, it it stands out. And, you know, we're we had been taught, you know, it's always a, a numbers game. It's just, you know, you got to you got to get this many no's in order to get a yes. And when you when you said, look, it's not a numbers game, it's um, it it sparked something for me because um, it's like if you know what your niche market is if you know what your niche target is then there are people 
that they're going to be nice to meet. They're being, you know, maybe you can help them, maybe you can't. But there's going to be, you know, out of a hundred people, there may be two people that you need to meet, and that's that's huge. Um, the other side of that is, you know, Zig Ziglar, uh, very famous in the seventies and eighties, um, was all about success and motivation, and he used to say, "You can, you can get whatever you want if you help another enough other people." get what they want. And so when you come and you do networking and you say, how can I help you to connect with people you want to meet? You are helping people and they will remember you. And so I think I just want to underscore that, that that's, you know, networking is, it's a lost art and um, we need to get back to getting beyond, Hey, how are you? You know, just sort of, Hey, how are you? you know, I'm actually not good at small talk myself. Like I'm an all business person, but I it's a skill that can be learned. And yeah, in the beginning, if you have not done in-person networking, it could be scary. I was one of those guys that hang out by the buffet area, you know, trying to pretend I'm eating, just try to avoid conversation. But now, you know, I really want to become an ambassador because I'm kind of required to talk to a lot of people, especially new members. So it kind of helped me develop, you know, my skills in networking that way. So I love the challenge. And then, you know, it, it's a skill that can be, can be learned. I think if you start with just a couple of questions in mind, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm still learning about networking. You could even say that and, and nobody's going to judge you as being less than I'm still learning about networking. Um, tell me what you're working on. What's your business and what are you working on? Maybe I know somebody that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a great start, you know, versus uh, you have to you have to have just the right elevator pitch and you stop being you. And nobody's going to buy from somebody who feels uh, who has a, an air about them of being false. So just be you be real. Right. I mean, be as awkward as you want to be. <laughs> you'll be remembered (laughs) and the best thing is right it's like the best thing is wow yeah that was kind of an awkward moment and then you have something to to talk about the next time you meet them okay and i'll say uh, even though if you're multi-talented you know when people ask you what you do pick one please don't say you do i'm on the board of a nonprofit, and i'm also a fitness trainer and i'm also uh you know a cook please pick one right People can remember that many information during networking. It's true. That's very true. That's right. Um, pick. You can say what your specialty is. Where you, you know, it's like, hey. Or whatever I'm- that you want people to remember you the most. Like, I know yeah. people are multi-talented, but really pick one. That's awesome. It's really good. Cool. Um, this is great. It's been a, like, we've, we've hit almost an hour at this point, and it's been very fast. I, uh, I've I've loved this. What um what else? Parting ideas. What if somebody says, you know what? I'm at the point of of having a crazy idea, and I'd love to know if it's possible. How do they find you? We just talked about it. I love networking, so I am on LinkedIn all the time. So if you go on LinkedIn, look for Swireho. I love networking. Happy to connect with everyone uh, to talk about you know, networking ideas. If you're thinking about promotional product, you know, you could visit our website at garuda.promo.com. We uh, we just finished a 
promotional product inspirational guide. So it's a free guide that you can download. So if you wanted to consider about promotional product, uh, you can also find me that way. Okay, I just want to repeat it back. On LinkedIn, Swire Ho. Uh, otherwise, on the World Wide Web, uh, <laughs> GarudaPromo.com. G-A-R-U-D-A Promo.com. Cool? Yeah. Very good. Any, any last uh, kind of parting thoughts? I think we touch on a lot of things, you know, today, Dr. B, but I think before, especially going in my industry, before you don't have to buy promotional product, really. You know, you need a CPA, you need a lawyer, but you don't need promotional product to start. But if you are considering promotional product because you heard this conversation, think about your customer journey first, where when you first prospecting with them, where they signing on to be a client, where they became client. There are different gifts and different scenarios that you could approach them that remain and get them to be a loyal client. What if, you know, during the pandemic, you kept all your clients? Wouldn't you be a lot better than people who are losing clients? So if you can keep all the clients that ever come through your door, think about how much it will increase your bottom line. So before, you know, do plan for the customer journey and write down as much details as you can, you know, to your prospect. How did they find you? You know, why did they buy from you? You have to ask this question honestly. Why did they choose you instead of your competitors? And you do want to list them the point and you have to accept. And I have to tell this to myself a lot of times. It's not you, it's them. It's just not a good fit and not everyone can be your client. What if, you know, one day you could work with clients that are, really, truly happy to work with you, happy to pay full price. Where are these clients today? And it's your job to find them. Sound business advice. Thank you. That's really, really, really good. Swire Ho, thank you for being with me today. Thank you for having me on today. All righty. This is One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell the Exponential Success Coach. My guest today has been Swire Ho, and uh, all the contact information for him will be in the show notes. Uh, until next time, keep making your magic. We'll see you here next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell the Breakthrough Success Coach and your Powerful Presence Mentor.